ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Costa Rica, the Czech Republic and Peru, and in the states of Georgia, Montana, and Virginia. And to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, in the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-Empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is ask yourself, will this bring me joy? This is a good question to ask when you're ready for the deepest level of positive experiences. On an unconscious level, we can block ourselves from wanting something that will bring us joy because we are used to depriving ourselves or we don't believe we are deserving or maybe we're afraid of change or failure. Whatever the reason, this question will take your life to a new level. Some of us are so stuck in doing what we're supposed to do or what we think we need to do in order to be loved or be successful that we don't even know what would bring us joy. If this is your situation, there's no time like the present to discover who you are and what you like doing. Did you have childhood dreams that your parents or teachers or friends made fun of? Or did they tell you you weren't good at those things or you would never succeed? Or maybe girls or boys shouldn't do that. Or maybe you were supposed to be the athlete and your sister the smart one. All of these messages prevent us from discovering our true talents and desires. We can spend our whole lives doing what others want us to do or we can say, enough, and allow ourselves to remember what our childhood dreams were or discover what our current desires are. This pandemic is creating a perfect opportunity for us to pause, take a breath, 
and explore new options. The world is changing and it is not going to return to what it was. We will move forward into a new world of our making. As Alice Rosen told us in our January 23rd show, this year is about working cooperatively for the good of all. Does it bring you joy to think about working with others to create a better world? If so, what unique qualities, viewpoints, and talents do you have that will move you and the world forward? Now let's do two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the pink universal heart of love all around it like a big bubble. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one. Place yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. As we've been discussing, what we say and think will manifest quickly this month. Therefore, it is especially important that we pay attention to what we're thinking and saying and keep bringing ourselves back to the positive. Remember, one voice of truth and love drowns out 1,000 negative voices. Bobby wrote this to me. Thank you for introducing us to Archangel Katrina Alehu, the Archangel of Hope. In this day of turmoil, we all need hope, and being introduced to her was the highlight of my day so far. I also wanted to tell you that I voted for Joe Biden because of the way Trump mishandled COVID-19. Furthermore, I am really disgusted by the way Trump and his Proud Boys are using Christian radio to scare people into voting for him by telling Christians that Joe will do away with religious freedom in this country and we will no longer be able to worship God as we see fit. I can't listen to that trash anymore. Thank God for you and your program of hope. Many blessings be with you. Thank you, Bobby. I'm grateful my show is helping you. Like you, I am appalled to hear the lies that are being spread about Joe Biden. Thank you for seeing through the scare tactics and voting for Joe Biden. I encourage everyone to be a voice of truth and love and vote to return the White House to a place of dignity where truth and love for all people thrives. More and more of us are having spiritual experiences in dreams and while we're awake. My workshop, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality, will help you have your own spiritual experiences. You receive a team of a thousand angels who will help you for the rest of your life. You will increase your connection to your higher self and your intuition and connect with the angelic part of yourself that's still in heaven and anchor that energy into your physical body for manifestation, comfort, strength, support, and guidance. It's available to you at your convenience from anywhere in the world for just $25. For more details on this workshop and on my past life regression workshop, 
go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Maggie Craddock, who's here to talk about Lifeboat Navigating Unexpected Career Change and disruption. After the episode last week with Tina Gilbertson, I received the following email from Kelly. I have always considered estrangement in the physical sense and not emotionally. After hearing your interview, I recognize that my relationship with my mother is one of emotional estrangement. Most interactions with her leave me feeling used, manipulated, and ultimately resentful. I continually work on keeping healthy boundaries in place, but oftentimes struggle. Your interview made me realize that she may consider my behavior as abusive. We approach our relationship from two very different perspectives. Thank you for helping me realize this so I can work on understanding her thought process and hopefully begin to break down the emotional barriers that I have put up. Kelly, thank you for sharing your personal story with us. It's important to look at any emotional barriers that you may be putting up. And it is equally important not to diminish the fact that you feel used and manipulated by your mother. Those are words that indicate that she is very likely abusing you emotionally. Emotional estrangement and emotional abuse can exist separately or they can both be present in a relationship. These patterns often run in families and are very complicated to diagnose and untangle. I encourage you to learn more about emotional abuse to determine if you're being abused and if so, how to heal. You may not be able to heal the relationship, but you can heal. This is not something you can do on your own. You can educate yourself and then find help from an expert in this area. You could begin by listening to some of the shows I have done on emotional abuse. Not everyone who's a counselor or therapist understands emotional abuse, which is why I caution you to find someone knowledgeable and respected in this field. The area of abuse is very complex. 
Often the person who is being abused wants to be loved so desperately that they are willing to do anything. As Tina told us, however, no one should ever let themselves be abused. If you missed this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the link on this page. For more on healing relationships and on emotional abuse, please listen to some of my previous shows like June 22, 2017 with Eric Mizell, Overcoming Your Difficult Family, December 28, 2017 with Daniel Four, Navigating Tough family dynamics with our ancestors' help, and January 28, 2016 with Marty Loring, Emotional Abuse, How to Recognize It and Heal. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time, day, or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Acceptance, posted in December 2015. It reminds us that the spiritual realm can help us heal and find peace if we listen and follow it. Here's an excerpt. When I was with my family over my birthday, I had to release some of my illusions and face some truths that I had not been ready to see until that moment. As I was processing this new information and coming to terms with it, I reread Belinda Womack's chapter on attachment. I had the sudden realization that attachment is not only to material things, but even more importantly, attachment is to expectations and outcomes. When I needed people to behave in a certain way, I was unintentionally judging them, setting them up for failure and setting myself up for disappointment. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, please check out my YouTube channel with more than 40 videos, including my series entitled, Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My spirit guides gave me a simple technique for you to use when you're meditating to help you feel more peaceful from within. Do it with me now. Take a deep breath with a long exhale. Do that again. And again. Now ask the part of your higher self called your all-peaceful self to bring you peace in your life. Now imagine yourself being surrounded by the color turquoise, and that's surrounded by white, and all of it's surrounded by gold. Do this often when you're feeling anxious and want peace. Now it's time for my silver lining story. One of my clients has been healing from abuse. Part of his growth has been in the development of his career. When I met him, he was parking cars for a car rental place. Now he's selling cars, which was his childhood dream. He has changed dealerships several times, always seeking a better working environment and culture. He got what he thought was his ideal position until he realized this week 
that the dealership was not telling the truth to their customers. They advertise certain guarantees that they are not upholding. As a salesman, that puts John in a position of lying to his customers because of the lack of integrity of his employers. When John discovered this, he became very upset and even wound up with a migraine headache. His values were not in alignment with the dealership when he got clarity in our session as to why he was so upset and even physically ill. He knew he had to seek new employment. He had already researched companies with the working conditions he was wanting and had begun applying. He was not, however, feeling good about changing jobs. I reminded him how he had a history of continuous improvement in his work conditions and income as he moved from into companies with more positive cultures that were in alignment with his values and level of personal growth. Wanting to change jobs was a good thing. It was a visible sign of his personal and professional growth and his readiness to bring more joy into his life. Our guest today, Maggie Craddock, is president and CEO of Workplace Relationships and a veteran executive coach known for her work with Fortune 500 CEOs and senior management. She has been featured on CNBC, ABC News, and and National Public Radio, and has written many nationally syndicated articles on workplace emotional agility. Her methodology has been discussed in publications ranging from Harvard Business Review to Oprah Magazine, a certified therapist and author of The Authentic Career and Power Genes, Maggie has been a popular keynote speaker. In her previous career, she was a lead portfolio manager and received two awards for top national fund performance. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa Lisa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. You can now rent my Past Life Regression Workshop video on Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Mind Body, Manifesting Your Reality at Your Convenience from Anywhere in the World. You can also contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, what would bring you joy? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Maggie Craddock, who's here to talk about her book, Lifeboat, Navigating Unexpected Career Change and Disruption. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and it's a top-ranked show. When you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, Please call 888-346-9141 or email Dr. Paula, drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what would bring you joy. I'm so pleased to welcome Maggie Craddock, who's here to talk about Lifeboat Navigating unexpected career change and disruption. Maggie, welcome. It's truly an honor to have you on the show. Well, Dr. Paula, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. (laughs) Thank you. And I was wondering if you would um, help us get to know you a little bit, why this topic is important to you and how it changed your life um, when you discovered that you were out of alignment with the values in your workplace. Well, I would be delighted to because, you know, I think one thing that all your your listeners will, will realize is that the skills that we need to navigate our lives and careers today are not necessarily the same skills we need when it's business as usual. This is an extraordinarily a disruptive time. But I will say that for all of us, we have those aha moments. And one of the things that I discovered earlier in my life and career is that it's, it's not just the decisions you make that are critical. It's particularly important to trust your decision-making process under pressure, and particularly when you're facing the unknown. So, 
I do know that when, uh, when any of us are, you know, in, in normal circumstances, we like to think that our thought process is fairly objective, hopefully a little strategic. You know, our emotions are on somewhat of an even keel. Um, and we're able to align ourselves with opportunities and organizations that reinforce our core values and, when necessary, make a healthy break with those that don't. I know earlier in my career, I was on top of the world at one point when we had won a couple of Lipper Awards in portfolio management. I was invited to meet like Michael Lipper. Everything was great. And, and suddenly I remember being struck by something at what many people would think was the apex of my career as a portfolio manager. And that was that simple question, is this the highest and best use of my talents and my abilities in the world? And that was when I started asking myself some of the questions that I think peel away some of the timeless questions that we look at when we're talking about lifeboats and asking ourselves those questions that cause a total shift in mindset. And for today, many people are finding that they're forced to confront these questions. It's not just a simple aha moment. It's a dramatic moment. They may be looking at a situation where they've been downsized, and that was unexpected. Or they're reevaluating their life priorities because perhaps it's more valuable for them to stay home and take care of people who are struggling with health issues or educational issues than it is to go back to the job. But in the same way, they're asking themselves these timeless questions. And this is why in Lifeboat, we compare these questions to what survivors of the Titanic went through when they're looking at what's going around them today. You know, how, how bad will this get? How long will this last? How will going through this change me? And it really peels away the layers so that people are able to look at their relationships with themselves, the way they interact with other people in the business environment and in their homes, and also the vital importance of aligning their efforts with organizations that reinforce their core values because that group energy that we take in with any group we interface with impacts our values, the pace at which we lead our lives, the norms we establish in our family, and, and basically the self-esteem we need to reinvent ourselves at a time like this. You know, that's something that I don't think most people understand, what you said about being part of a group energy. It's a concept that I would really like for you to um, to expand upon because I think most people think, well, you know, if I can just um, make it through, if I can just... Um, you know, push through, bulldoze through, have the strength and the courage to stay, you know, where I am and and get the job done, as opposed to really understanding and looking at how negatively they can be impacted by those around them. Oh, absolutely. Dr. Paula, that's so central. You know, one of the reasons that I felt the story of the Titanic was such an important metaphor to give people perspective on their lives and careers, particularly at this sea change in the global economy, is there's just going to be a big shift in the group energy. You know, in the book, we talk about making the shift from what we call the, the big ship mindset, right, to the lifeboat mindset. 
And the big shift mindset really isn't about, and this is describing group energy, Dr. Paula. This isn't really just about the size of an organization because there are multinational organizations around the world today with leadership striving to embrace a lifeboat mindset. But the big shift mindset means and how it impacts us as individuals is it's a mindset rooted in old norms that have worked in the past and stretching these to their optimistic limits. So when you think about the story of the Titanic writ large, you realize that the things that took that ship down started before it ever left port. They were cutting corners. They were trying to skirt past some of the inspections. They wanted to be larger than life. They were hurtling through the water in the Atlantic Ocean faster than they needed to. And the way this impacted group energy and the individuals that were part of that system was they were sort of inducted into always playing their part, right? You know, ignoring red flags, staying busy, and then this idea that faster is better. And those of us in the business environment know what it's like to actually minimize your own feelings in order to stay in character under tension and overschedule yourself and move faster and faster with all of that adrenaline, right? But the light mode mindset comes from that big shift, Imagine one moment you're on a ship that's been heralded as unsinkable in the press, and the next minute you're huddled fighting for your life in these tiny watercraft in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean surrounded by people you hardly know. Now we've got a shift here, and the way this impacts people is it's not about just playing a part and suppressing feelings. It's about being authentic and clarifying your, your thoughts and your feelings and your actions in the moment. It's not about moving quickly. It's about realizing when you need to take that strategic pause and getting clear about what's kicking in and impacting your thoughts and why and identifying the lessons at the heart of these current challenges and how they impact our relationships with ourselves, the way we interface with other people, and the organizations and groups that we choose to support when we're at this type of sea change. So can you give us an example to help us understand, um, you know, how this works in, um, you know, as, as an employee? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so many examples in the book of employees who are um, either striving to uh, speak truth to power or trying to figure out a way to navigate their careers when there's a lot of tension around them, or even individuals who pop off and say things they wish they hadn't said under stress and they wish they could take it back. But there's so many moments when people feel like, you know, I have to leave this job. It's, um, it's emotionally overwhelming to be surrounded by people who are popping off like this or taking credit for other people's ideas or seem to be only advancing themselves. And then they do the work in the lifeboat process, Dr. Paul, and they look at their relationships with themselves. And they realize, much like many of the survivors from the Titanic, there's an opportunity to be in the present, to center themselves, to not allow themselves to take some of the stress or the comments around them so personally, to be in alignment with that personal sense of value, and to be able in the present moment to do things for others that will add value and empower them. There's so many examples of this because, you know, I can't tell you how many times clients will call me and say, Maggie, I can't believe I did this. That wasn't me. They either blurted out something on national television they wish they could take back or... 
they were in a meeting and they felt themselves maneuvered into a situation where they either felt like a victim or they popped off under pressure. And once they start understanding some of these practices of taking strategic pauses, really understanding the roots of that, their own inner iceberg, those emotional triggers that kick in faster than the speed of thought, it can throw them off kilter. And they begin to look at these patterns in the workplace. They're often able to either stay in a promising job without leaving it prematurely because of emotional pressure until things shift and they're able to advance or they're able to look clearly and strategically at a plan of how to make a career transition on their own time frame and one that isn't dictated for them by outside forces. And and sometimes you just reach a point where um, it's so overwhelming that you can't just can't do it anymore. Or won't. Well, that's absolutely, yeah, yeah, you have to stop. And especially if it's impacting your physical health, your mental health, or your relationships with people that you love. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, what what you're saying um, just brought me back to the last workplace that I was in where the culture was so, um, so bad, and I kept trying to change it, and I was in a position where theoretically I should have been able to do that, but because of the um, uh, uh, sickness within the culture, I kept getting blocked. And so eventually I did leave, and I remember people couldn't um, understand why I wasn't waiting five more years when I would get full retirement. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it it just, what I said to myself was, and of course, I didn't say it to the people who wouldn't have understood, but I could have either used that money to pay doctor bills or I could get out (laughs) early and save myself. (laughs) One of the things we talk about in the book is something I call lifeboat feedback. And that talks about how important relationships are to us at a very human level, particularly under pressure. There's some things you cannot do alone. One of them is obviously row a lifeboat through the icy waters of the Atlantic. But the other one is get some real perspective on things you prefer not to know about yourself. Because, of course, we've all got them, right? We're all terrific at knowing what we prefer not to know about ourselves. But when lifeboat feedback sets up, and it comes from some of these examples of how people interface on those lifeboats in the dark with their lives on the line, is it's having dialogues with other people where nobody's telling you what to do. They're not weighing in on an actual decision. They're listening to you and asking questions that invite you to examine your ability to be true to yourself under pressure. Because the issue just the decisions we're making at a time like this. There are too many unknowns. The issue is reinvigorating our confidence in our own decision-making process under pressure, being able to trust ourselves and our own judgment. So some of these questions are things like you'll, you'll explain a tricky situation or whether or not you want to leave a job to someone and, and explore questions like, do you think I'm being emotionally honest as I talk about this, or are there any feelings or resentments or or things that I'd prefer to avoid that I'm minimizing, right? Um, Do you think that I'm being clear about my motives in this situation? If not, why not? 
Do you think I'm being fair in the way that I'm assessing other people? I honestly believe that if you truly in your gut realize that it is the authentic thing for you to leave, then, then you need to trust yourself and do that because there's so many important things that need to be done in this world. And if you have a feeling that there's something you need to do, then there are people out there that need you to do it. But at the same time, if that's not an option, if financial situations or benefits or things like this are forcing you to hang in there, you also want to think about what the stress in a particular situation is doing in terms of the lessons it's presenting you with. Because some people have difficulty standing up to authority figures, and if they do, then their work circumstances and life in general tends to present them with more than one relational opportunity to try to overcome that fear and speak their own truth to power. Oftentimes, these situations are about aligning our thoughts and feelings and intentions in the present moment and taking action so that we are speaking from our genuine truth, not in a way that's defensive or combative, but in a way that de-escalates the situation. I, I, you know, clients will also call me up after they've started working through the lifeboat process and they'll say, Maggie, I was in a really tense meeting. It, you know, the situation at work right now, in, particularly in today's environment, isn't bringing out the best in people. And somebody made a comment and diffused the situation and just let the tension out of the room. And it took me half a beat to realize that person was me. And <laughs> one of the most important things, right? And one of the most important things, Dr. Paula, is learning to give ourselves a break. Learning to really understand that it's normal to feel anxious or it's normal sometimes to even feel envious or overwhelmed in this environment. But let's stop and learn these skills so that those feelings don't capsize us and we can still stay focused on a strategic plan for our own careers that will help us get through this period and align ourselves with success as we move beyond it. That that is beautifully said and a perfect place for us to go to break. And when we come back, let's talk more about this and um, what you call emotional um, uh, agility and um, mm-hmm. how we can all benefit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit while you're listening to the commercials Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious minds and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, in your paper, write down how you're going to bring your values into alignment with your job or life choices. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Maddie Craddock to talk more about Lifeboat, Navigating Unexpected Career Change and Disruption. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down how you're going to bring your values into alignment with your job or life choices. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Jethraya can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Maggie Craddock talking about Lifeboat navigating unexpected career change and disruption. Um, Maggie, you you have so much important information, and this um, episode is so content-rich with all this incredible information that you're giving to us. I know you talk a lot about emotional agility. Could you tell us what that's about? Because I think some of us, all of us, it always have needed, but especially in today's environment where there's so much fear and so much change and disruption, how do people, what is emotional agility and how do people develop it? Oh, I think that's such an excellent question, Dr. Paula, and I'd love to talk about that. You know, emotional agility is is understanding the emotional triggers that can kick in faster than the speed of thought that can push us to feeling like um, we feel very enthusiastic about a particular organization, individual initiative, or can make us feel defensive or self-conscious and be less open-minded than we would be otherwise. And understand it's not a one-size-fits-all for people. Their triggers are different, and they can also shift depending upon the day and the situation they're in. But, you know, some people, when they listen to someone who's just, you know, goes on and on and appears powerful and commanding, They're thrilled. They think that that individual is the kind of leader they want to follow. 
other people will be triggered in a different way and they'll think, doesn't that person ever take a breath? It's not about them. They should be considering the people under them. Some people respond to people that uh, actually create a sense of urgency and fear. Other people respond more to people that uh, they think are seeking wide opinions and want to reach trust and consensus in a group. But whatever those triggers are, the key is understanding how to actually take a pause, and we talk about it a lot, but to really be in tune and aligned internally with what's going on with you. Do you feel tense? Is your, is your breath getting shallow? Are you feeling a little triggered by something? And allow yourself to experience whatever you're feeling. Examine some of the things you may be saying to yourself in that moment. Take it in. Accept it. Don't waste energy suppressing it. But don't let it create this domino effect inside you that gets you so carried away that you're allowing yourself to be turned off by someone because their their body language or their tone reminds you of a sibling that you had some, some uh, contention with when you were growing off. So get in the present moment and figure out how to discipline yourself to attempt to give people the benefit of the doubt and to apply critical thinking skills, even if you're feeling extremely seduced by a person's manner or their way of being. I think it's very important for us to be able to pause and realize where our feelings, particularly under pressure, can actually capsize our decision-making process and how much we need to balance how we feel in the moment, what we're thinking, how we're interacting with other people. Is it transactional or does it have more of a human dimension to it? And as we've said before, particularly when we're looking at organizations or places that are going to support our lives and help us thrive, how we really assess the core values that motivate a particular organization or group because those will influence our standard of being in so many levels, particularly at a time like this. That's um, really important. And, and I love the way you talked about how you can develop, one way to develop emotional agility is to um, observe other people and Mm-hmm. How, what tools they use. And I, I find that that's a very effective way for me to learn is um, in, in different kinds of things, not just emotional agility, but I learn by observing and analyzing and thinking about how to adapt things to myself. So I love that information <clears throat> um, in your book. And I just wanted to... Um, ask you another question that I think is really important, and that's how to choose a job that allows you to create an abundant and joyful personal life. I think a lot of people have been downsized or their jobs have been eliminated because of shutdowns. What can they do now to create um, abundance and joy in their lives? Well, there, there's so many things, and I think one of them is to, in spite of how uh, frightening this period can be for many people, and I, I do not underestimate that because, and I'm, I'm sure you've experienced this as well, Dr. Paula, we've got people reaching out to us from all over the world, right, to share stories of what they're going through with their lives and careers and how disruptive this whole situation has been. But when you're thinking about your career in general, I 
one of the things when you're making changes to actually understand the role that finances and money play in your career, right? Because it's, it's very important to look at the emotional roots of what money means to you and why. So you're not, you know, budgeting so uh, cautiously on the one hand that you're just, you know, not even going to the grocery store when you need to. And then just, you know, uh, on the other hand, sometimes having periods of recreational spending to take the edge off. So who needed 17 Yankee cans, right? <laughs> but really right. understanding, right, what that budget is in your career, in your life, how much you actually need. You know, some clients have told me that they actually have managed their finances better by doing some consulting or working part-time, and that was better for their overall financial well-being than being uh, caught up with clients or a job where they felt they could never do enough and were so anxious all the time that they weren't paying attention to their personal finances. So, you know, we definitely need to look at that. But, um, but you need to think long-term. You really need to think of your strengths. And the strengths you have, you may not even realize. You know, the reason that we compare this to the Titanic is just to pick up one of many examples on lifeboat number six, uh, Margaret Brown, who's a very famous survivor of the Titanic, showed up on that lifeboat, not looking for a naval career in any way. She gets on the lifeboat. There are two men fighting. Uh, the lifeboat's going nowhere. There's a power struggle. She and the other women are watching this, and she stays in the present moment and looks at what she can do. She offers clothing to people who are cold. She calms down other first-class passengers who were getting really flustered by the situation. She, she realizes that she can organize people too to an oar and they can row. She's just trying to get through and survive the situation to get to the side of her sick grandson. And then when the gentleman, Robert Hitchens, who was the quartermaster who was supposed to be in charge, who's just melting down turns on her and tries to get her to stop organizing these women, refuses to row, says they're all doomed, she literally stands up in that lifeboat out of nowhere, and she's the one who says, if he doesn't stop with the pessimism, they're going to throw him overboard and go on without him. And I think she probably didn't even realize she had that in her, right? But suddenly she summons the confrontational skills no one else has, and she creates a wave of group energy on that lifeboat that got them all through the I say to people all the time with this particular example, this is someone who didn't think her way to greatness. She wasn't looking to move up in the naval hierarchy. She aligned her thoughts and her feelings and her intentions in the present moment, and greatness found her. And I think that's important for all of us when we look at our careers. What are our strengths? Are are we good with conflict mediation? Are we good with thinking process planning, right? Do we have technical skills? Are we great strategic listeners? What do we have that are our innate skills, and how do they add value to others? And that's why in the book I talk so much about making a shift from what I call the self-help mindset, which is understandable. We're scared, and it's not all bad. We want to learn how things impact us and how we grow to the us-help mindset which balances our interest in our own advancement with a clear-eyed view of the value we can bring to others in the present moment. I've told so many clients, take every opportunity to do something for others without stopping to calculate what's in it for you. Give directions when you're in a hurry. Put your mask on and help someone 
something heavy. Just do what needs to be done in the present and, and train yourself to do it automatically or the moment will be over. You know, you mentioned your, uh, your wonderful person who's listened to you, John, who was, you know, looking for a career where his values were in alignment in terms of, of selling cars. I'll tell you, the other week I had a client in New York who rushed into a Starbucks mask on and everything, and some young lady came in in a hurry, and she was trying to order coffee, and she didn't have time. He said, how do you take it? She said, black, and gave him hers. She rushed out of there, and when he went in for a job interview 15 minutes later, the woman he'd given his coffee to was the receptionist at the firm where he was interviewing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, how's that for a synchronicity, right? We never know. But we train ourselves it. to look for what's necessary, where we give the benefit of the doubt, and do the positive thing reflexively. That was beautiful and a perfect place for us to close this portion of the of the show. This was wonderful. Thank you so very much, Maggie. And I encourage everybody to purchase Lifebook Navigating Unexpected Career Change and Disruption and visit your website, Workplace relationships.com bless you and thank you so much and thank all thank of you, you for jo- and thank all of you for joining us for uplift your life nourishment of the spirit if you enjoyed today's show please go to drpaulajoyce.com like us on facebook rent my videos workshops read my latest blog and learn about my services including coaching speaking hands-on healing remote healing reading akashic records past life regressions dream interpretation and so on i'm also now able to video conference any of my speeches or workshops such as dissolving fear and anxiety overcoming abuse 21 steps for healing the body discovering hope and silver linings the I'm Awakening or the Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Jathraya, who's the Archangel of Positive Change. Ask for her help in daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you embrace positive change. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Jethrai, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me create positive change in my work life. You can even be more specific and say something like, Archangel Jethrai, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me find a job that brings me joy and is in alignment with my values. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Cindy Dale will talk about Llewellyn's Little Book of Empathy, November 12th, when Bonnie McLean will talk about integrative medicine, 
return of the soul to health care and November 19th when Terry Ann Russell will talk with us about From Death to Life, the incredible true story of Anthony Joseph. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is love. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.